Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Health Tech Edge, where we talk about the latest topics in healthcare technology with industry experts. I'm your host, Zoe Jacobs. Joining us today is our weekly panelist, Raheel Redawala, Chief Strategy Officer at Productive Edge. And our featured guest today is Kyle Colts, Chief Operations Officer of Third Party Administration at SkyGen. Welcome, Kyle. Thanks so much, Zoe. Good to see you again, Raheel. Same here, Kyle. Good morning. Great to have you on. So today we're going to talk about member engagement and the member experience. Kyle, you've spent two decades working at the executive level in healthcare, the last six years of which have been focused on benefits administration at SkyGen. That's mostly specialty benefits like vision and dental. And before that, you were on the payer side with Humana. So how has your perspective changed over that time and within these different areas of the healthcare landscape? Yeah, that's that's a really great question. Um, I would say the first 15 years of my experience were really focused with um, individual medical members who were just trying to get coverage for themselves and their families on their own. And so uh, we spent quite a bit of time um, just trying to learn what their pain points were and um, you know what they brought into the process, like what were they hunting for, what kind of plans, and how could they protect their family, things like that. I, I remember one of the most um, effective ways that we received insight about you know their experience or, or what they were seeking is just doing some basic focus groups with, um, uh, as an example, like consultants who maybe weren't part of a group plan and they were independent consultants and they just needed healthcare. And so they, they were often very insightful and would help us uh, determine how we could go to market to help uh, people like them. That's awesome. And, and how, how have you seen member engagement evolve? Yeah, it's been, it's been kind of interesting. I think um, in the beginning, I think most of the members would try to find like an expert, like a broker, like another person that they could count on uh, because it was very confusing for them. And now it's sort of morphed into, um, you know, digital portals being available, more information being available online. Um, you know, comparative tools being available. And in some cases, I think that helps a consumer or a member. And in some cases, I think it's confusing to them too. So then they need, you know, uh, help to sort and sift through what are the options for them. But I think, you know, with uh, portal sites and now mobile applications that have been developed and things like that, um, it's really kind of morphed from more of a people and relational kind of uh, challenge into like, how do I deal with all this information? What what should I do as a member to, um, you know, protect my family? Well, as, as we would uh, in the in the uh, in the tech space, use the terms next best action and next best recommendation. Um, completely agree with you. There's there's a lot of momentum in portals, mobile applications, right? You know, in terms of engagement and member engagement and, you know, trying hard to ensure that that the right information at the right time have been, you know, in supporting their decision making as to what's next and the right thing for for them to to really focus on or do or renew or uh, or or may have you right. Uh, so I'm I'm curious where where do you think all this is going from a future perspective, from a memory engagement perspective? You know, I mean, there's a lot of data. There's a you know there are there are organizations that uh, that are going from being payers to also providing care. 
There's uh, an element of, you know, being able to actually assist in the overall health and wellness. So whether it might be coaching, it might be behavior wellness sort of capabilities. Then there's, of course, as consumers, we all have our wearables and medical, you know, uh, medical devices that also provide more data. Where do you see the the pendulum shifting to, and you know, in a in a way that doesn't uh, doesn't overwhelm uh, people, but also isn't necessarily easy to to use all that data to to actually do something meaningful with it. Yeah, um, I would just say that um, it depends. Uh, and what uh, one just uh, clarifying comment. You know, since I joined SkyGen, I've learned so much about the government programs that exist for products like dental and vision, which I didn't have a big background in uh, previously. And so, it, you know, the answer to your question, I think, depends on the constituency group you're talking about. You know, like a Medicaid member who's eligible for different coverages, oftentimes they're just trying to find a provider who, who could help them and is reasonably local that they can, you know, take an Uber to or, you know, that they can get to easily. I'm a Medicare Advantage uh, member, maybe uh, having very different concerns um, compared to like a Medicaid member. So, and, and of course, commercial members have uh, even different concerns. So I think it it kind of depends on the uh, the consumer that you're talking about or the consumer group. But I think where it's headed is more of like an ecosystem type of solution where if you can imagine like putting a member in the middle and then surrounding them with, you know, solution sets and, and then helping them kind of uh, guide them through their journey uh, through AI or through, you know, some kind of prompts that say, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to find a dentist within, you know, 10 minutes of me and just have that, you know, verbal interaction with uh, an, an application. Um, I think things like that are very possible. Uh, but perhaps we haven't got, gotten to that point yet in thinking um, about all the questions a consumer could ask about maybe their dental product or their vision product. Yeah, completely. Um, I think that the you're absolutely right. I think, first of all, the constituents are are different. Their needs are different. Their wants are different. And what they're trying to get, you know, get value from the healthcare system is, is different. Um, I wonder, though, uh, based on what you said about the point solutions, there's a significant uh, uh, momentum across the industry and the health IT space where many uh, organizations are trying to fill that gap, basically saying that, look, member engagement is mm-hmm. is a challenge. We can, you know, we can do a better job of doing things like population health analytics and and uh, risk stratification and then you know defining the right strategy for intervention at a population level maybe at an individual level and then supporting with point solutions as you said that may be you know specific to things like mental wellness or you know diabetes management or uh, or it may be you know whole health wellness uh, uh, and many other types uh, the challenge of course and I think in our, our pre-call you mentioned uh, the idea of coordinating that from a data perspective right? How how is SkyGen thinking about all of this and uh, you know uh, and playing a part in that uh, for for your clients? Yeah, a couple of things come to mind. I think the first thing is just kind of, the, of a foundational type of thing. As I mentioned, you know, I think a lot of um, a, a lot of times we make some assumptions about what a member or a consumer knows they can do or knows what kind of services they can receive. So we have to start off with things like prevention. 
um, you know, just getting them kind of the basic access to care and, and making sure to remind them that they need to see their optometrist, they need to see their dentist periodically. And if, if they can share that information with their primary care physician um, at their annual visit, even better. You know, just making sure that there's a lot of, uh, you know, kind of base level communications. Uh, but then, you know, to get a little fancier, like you were talking about from a, you know, maybe a holistic health perspective, it's um, creating some more predicti predictability once we know a member has a certain health condition and being able to proactively drive information to their their health providers within their own personal little health ecosystem so that they're all aware of what's going on if someone has hypertension or someone has, you know, is it uh, type 1 or has type 1 diabetes. And, and so I think that takes it to a different level. Um, and then, you know, then we get into discussions around, well, what API do you have? Because I have an API over here that I could share with you, but, you know, what medical platform are you on and what dental platform are you on? You know, those kind of challenges come up. Um, so SkyGen, I think, is largely trying to help our clients uh, who are MCOs make sure that um, their members get in to see their, their healthcare providers, their, the, the professionals, just from a prevention standpoint. Now we're starting to get into a little bit more of the fancier things around sharing integrated uh, data with you know different entities, talking to uh, different players in the industry that we can uh, hopefully drive toward more of a holistic health solution. Very, very cool. And you know, just by knowing the the value that Skygen brings to its clients, it's an incredibly important function. Uh, so glad to hear that. You know, Skygen's moving, uh, moving ahead in that in that area. Um, but you you did mention the government side of things. It's Medicare and Medicaid. Um, perhaps uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts a bit more on, you know, the 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 you know, there's a lot of regulations, uh, laws, as well as, you know, uh, things with financial risk bearing contract, you know, agreements, as well as uh, member engagement. Uh, can you share your thoughts on how, how all of those sort of dimensions play a role in your clients and SkyGen thinking about the types of solutions you're working on and types of things that, you know, uh, may make it easier for people to, to benefit from the healthcare? ecosystem. Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I, I think a good topic for exploration. I think the, the first thing that, that I noticed when I sort of left the commercial space and entered into the government space on a more of a full-time basis was just the wide uh, variability between uh, CMS and how they sort of view different products and services and their regulation set versus, um, as an example, Medicaid, and each state has their own view uh, and, and set of compliance-related um, issues and regulatory requirements and so forth. So what we end up with uh, today, you know, currently, is we have, um, we have to be aware of that variability. And we have to, of course, uh, with our own inter enterprise system software, we have to you know, be willing to develop solutions that scale for different um, types of variability. And um, so that's been one just really eye-opening thing of, you know, for us, for me personally. And, you know, just going into um, 
an open discussion and and try to say, well, here's what we think the solution is, but we have to be, always make sure and double check, does this particular state have a, a similar rule to another state? And so there's a, there's a wild need, in my view, for standardization. Uh, that hasn't changed. Um, during my 20 years, I would say it's been a fight to try to get standardization just for some very basic things. And I would just be honest with you, in, in those kind of programs, we're still generating a tremendous amount of paper. Mm -hmm. We're still faxing things like authorizations. We're still faxing um, you know, eligibility summaries out to all kinds of different entities. And uh, you know, so we have a long way to go. We're, of course, trying to convert those solutions into more uh, modern solutions like just basic email with using links and our portals and so forth. Um, but th that is a really good topic. As you can tell, I, you know, I spend a lot of time thinking about this one. <laughs> um, but that, that's a really good topic uh, for, for exploration. We could talk about that for, you know, a whole one of the shows, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I, it's quite amazing to hear, uh, you know, uh, just uh, the sheer amount of work that still needs to be done, the balance that that uh, healthcare organizations have to make between, you know, adopting new capabilities and innovation and addressing, you know, the current processes. And, and it's just, uh, it's time and everything's moving ahead and it's great to see the movement ahead. But as you said, you know, there's still a lot of foundational work to be done. Um, I'm curious to your thoughts as well. Then, you know, if you were to look at it from a government side, and you kind of you know zoom in on the uh, the dental and the the vision providers, uh, what kinds of business uh, model changes are you seeing uh, that add some additional complexity to the mix? Yeah, you know uh, uh, that's a really good one. You know, one one thing I would just say to any to both of you and to any listeners, it would be really I think it'd be really interesting to go out and look at what the state of Ohio is doing. It's called One Front Door. And they're, they're really getting much more involved at the state level in something like claims and, and the whole adjudication process, that whole cycle. And so I think that that's creating, a, a, in the near term, it's creating some complexity, but I see that as a big solution for other states to consider. And you know, if, if this one front door solution really takes hold, I think it could help drive standardization. Because from our perspective at SkyGen, we, we've already figured out how to do like um, auto claims adjudication instantly. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very similar now to um, like banking transactions from our perspective. Mm -hmm. We have to have partners that are able to mm -hmm. kind of deal with that change, if you will. Mm -hmm. So I see the Ohio move as, as a, you know, it's sort of a tipping point, I think, for the Medicaid um, industry. Uh, the other thing I would mention is we have a really great partnership. Um, uh, her name is Mary Foley. She's the executive director of a of an organization called uh, MSDA. It's MSDA, and she focuses exclusively on Medicaid. And she tries to find kind of the, you know, the common challenges, and then pulls us all together um, occasionally to talk about them to help standardize or to promote automation. Uh, so she's she's a, a really good partner of ours, and you know is a champion around you know this topic that you brought up. Awesome, very good. 
Well, that's you know great to hear the momentum and, and Skygen and the work Skygen does. Um, I know Zoe is uh, Zoe has a couple of uh, additional points. Zoe, you want to you wanted to chat with uh, Kyle about? Yeah, I mean, really, we only have time for one more question, so I think I'll just I'll just ask my question. And while we're talking about Skygen, um, we we know that there's a lot of challenges being faced right now. Can you tell us an example, maybe, of how Skygen has applied innovation to create solutions to those challenges? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Skygen is really kind of a unique um, organization. It's been, um, the organization has been around for just about 30 years and um, devotes a substantial amount of of investment into development every year. And, you know, recently we created a uh, member mobile application specifically for Medicaid dental um, members to use. And so, you know, there were all the questions around, well, do Medicaid members have smartphones? And of mm -hmm. course, the answer is yes, they do. Uh, will a Medicaid member go to, a, uh, to an app store and download, you know, a, a mobile app specific to their dental? Um, there are some challenges with it, but with the right communication, the answer is yes, they will. Um, then you get into, well, what kind of information should you put on the member mobile app, right? And as I mentioned earlier, I think it's it's really around the basics. Like, how do I find a dentist or or an optometrist or ophthalmologist? Uh, what what's covered? Um, can I use this um, you know that mobile app as my ID card? And that's our the way we're sort of pitching it. You don't really need a paper ID card or a laminated ID card. Just take your phone into the office and show them uh, that you're a member. You know, so things like that are very um, Kind of basic, but again, it helps them with prevention and getting in to see their their dentist uh, periodically. So I, I would say that that would be the example I would would offer. That's an amazing example, and I love that it really simplifies things for the end user, the person who needs it most. Uh, right. Any way that we can make their lives easier is is a net benefit to us all. So that's a really cool example. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. Um, so that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for talking with us. Thank you for joining us for Heal as well. Um, great to have both of you here. So next time on the Health Tech Edge, we'll talk with Nick Sankvi from Caspio. Um, so catch us on March 17th. And thank you all for tuning in. Take care.